With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. I stand amazed at what God has joined together. Cause with the good times, there were a few bad days. But we held on to the promise, the promises we made on the first day. I still choose you to have until we're all to stay. Hello and welcome to the Covenant Love Couples Chat. My name is Leonard Scott. And my name is Christina Scott. And we are broadcasting to you from Atlanta, Georgia, live. The Couples Chat is brought to you by the Sacred Covenant Group, a ministry where our mission is to assist married couples in fulfilling God's plan for strong and committed marriages. Before we get on our way this evening, let's have a word of prayer. God, we thank you in Jesus' name for this opportunity, Lord, to minister once again to your people, Lord, concerning your marriages, Lord. We pray, God, that your Holy Spirit will anoint us and give us, Lord, wisdom and uh, insight, Lord, into the things, Lord God, that you have for them this evening. Lord, we thank you for this ministry and for all that you have done through it and that you will continue to do, Lord. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. Well, before we get too far into our show tonight, we first want to take a few seconds to say welcome back to all of our returning listeners and give a special welcome shout out to those who may be tuning into our broadcast for the very first time. <clears throat> you know, back on March 15th, 2012, like so long ago, we embarked on a journey to get our message out to the masses when we had our inaugural show of the Covenant Love Couples Chat. And we started doing the show simply because God laid it in our hearts to do so. After many years of doing in-home ministry and uh, also many years being ministry leaders uh, in a church, uh, for couples for couples. And um, so God laid it in our hearts to do the show, and we and we pray that this broadcast is in some way or some form and a blessing to you and your marriages. Well, tonight's show is named the Day New Moon. The denouement, the word denouement is a French word that means the final part of a play, movie, or narrative in which the strands of the plot are drawn together and matters are explained or resolved. So we have named this show tonight as such, for this will be our last broadcast of the Covenant Love Couples Chat. 
and we will be doing a summation of the core building blocks to a successful marriage uh, that we've discussed over the course of our shows since we started this broadcast back in March of 2012. Including tonight's show, we would have completed 33 shows over a three-and-a-half-year period. Well, it doesn't seem like it's been that long since we started this ministry, but we are thankful to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ for sustaining us through the years and giving us the opportunity to share his word with you all. And on that note, before we get into our recap of our shows, we both want to take a minute to say thank you for everyone, for your prayers, your encouragement and support since we've been doing this broadcast. Yes, indeed. It means so much to us to know that there are a lot of like-minded people out there who believe in our mission. All of us should work to fulfill God's plan for strong and committed marriages according to the word of God. During our very first show three and a half years ago, we laid out several foundational attributes which we call the building blocks for successful marriages. The word of God says in Matthew 7, 24 through 27, and if you have your Bible, we're going to read that. Again, that was Matthew 7, 24 through 27. And it reads as follows. Therefore, anyone or everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on a rock. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against the house, yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against the house, and it fell with a great crash. Thus, the word of the Lord is blessed. So as we've shared in the past, you can have all the good intentions in the world once you get married. But if you do not take the time to establish the necessary foundational building blocks, which you really should start after you get engaged, by the way, um, right. then you're just I, like I, the house built on the sand and the scripture that we just read. In other words, the marriage would not have a strong foundation. It's built on sand. It's not built on the rock. And so your marriage will eventually falter to a point where you perhaps could join the 86% of those married couples who are unhappy in their marriage. So the strong foundation is the key, according to the word of God. All right, so we're going to jump right into the uh, recap from the shows going back to 2012 March. So after our inaugural show, which was... um, you know, sort of our introduction show, the very first substantive show that we did dealt with spiritual intimacy, spiritual intimacy. Unfortunately, this is the most, or fortunately, this is the most important building block, but unfortunately is the most ignored by couples, the most ignored by couples that we've seen in our estimation. Yeah. Uh, one cannot underestimate how crucial it is to involve God or the one who created marriage you can't really understand marriage or have a marriage if you don't include the one who established it. In right. Ephesians 5, the Word of God declares that marriage ultimately is an evangelist, 
evangelistical demonstration between Christ and his relationship to the church. And the enemy knows this, and this is why he will do everything he can to destroy marriage and why marriage is so attacked and why right. the divorce rate is so high. You know, in the church as well as out of church, there's no difference. So the key is to make it a point to keep Christ in your marriage, and your chances of having the fulfilled God-ordained marriage will increase exponentially. And it's in our opinion that this show is a must-hear if you want to have any chance of having a strong and committed marriage, according to the Word of God. Amen. And one of the things you'll hear when you listen to that show is our personal testimony of the struggles we had early in our marriage because we did not uh, take this particular point that we're mentioning uh, to heart when we first got married. And uh, uh, as a result of that, we went through some issues, but we were able to uh, get through that because of the fact that we really went, did start including God in our marriage. And, um, I mean, it's one thing to say it because you hear it a lot. Um, yeah, keep God in your marriage, keep God in your marriage. But to actually implement and do things to make it happen uh, is another thing, and that's once we started doing that, uh, our marriage definitely uh, went to a whole other level. So, amen. Mm. So, uh, after our show on spiritual intimacy, uh, we shifted our focus to defining the roles of a Christian husband and wife through a three-part series we entitled "Be a Student of Marriage, Know Your Role." There's no question in our minds that it's much easier to have a strong and committed marriage when you make the decision to follow the instructions that God has given us. And after hearing and understanding how God intended each of us to operate in our marriages, it's up to us to follow the blueprint that he's laid out in his word. So once either one or both spouses make the defiant decision to step outside of their role, you will begin to go down a path that will lead to despair in the end. Trust me on that. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So that was we did a three part series on on that. We we definitely strongly encourage you to listen to that show if you have those three shows, uh if you have not done so. It's a help to establish this foundation that we keep talking about. Matt, Christine, anything else on that? Um, no, I agree. Definitely okay. important. All right. So after that series, uh we then took a session to discuss why it is so very important for a husband and wife to break away together from the chaos of our everyday lives. And this means making an extra effort to plan regular trips with your spouse away from a job, the kids, relatives, dogs, cats, etc. cetera. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one of the thing, reasons why we, I believe we have a very strong marriage is because we've incorporated this practice into our marriage since year one as we have traveled together away from where we lived, away from our kids, jobs, everything, uh, every year around our anniversary time since 1997. <laughs> so we've been married for 18 years, and we can honestly say that we've had 18 what, what we call mini honeymoons. Uh, right. but, but we will be quick to say that none will compare to the very first one. Uh, we have to get married, and so we implore all of our couples that we've counseled over the years in premarital counseling to take uh, you know, the honeymoon just after being married because there just will not be, never be a, a time just like that. Um, but the practice that we have of going every year away um, together um, every year around our anniversary has done wonders to keep the fire burning within our, our marriage. Absolutely. Absolutely. 
So travel is important. Amen. So after we did the show about the uh, having more than one honeymoon, we did an in-depth analysis through a show entitled How Hard Are You Really Working at This Thing? And this thing meaning marriage. How hard are you really working at it? And in this show, we discussed uh, why you should be doing more to ensure the success of our marriages. In most marriages, husbands and wives apply much more time and effort to their jobs and their careers, uh, sometimes their children, than they do their marriages, which is very unfortunate and which is actually out of order, according to the Word of God. Um, Because we can attest that if you work hard in your marriage, your reward will be excellent. But you must be willing to put in the time and effort to make it a well-oiled machine and to make it work the way that God ordained it to be. And if you've listened to enough of our shows, you've heard us end every single show with the statement, marriage is an investment, and success is directly proportional to the time and work you put into it. And we've done it for a reason. Right. Uh, because it's true. It's, it's, you know, the statement is true. What you put into it, you get out of it. It's just like uh, the phrase that I heard about prayer a few years ago when someone said, you know, little prayer, little power. More prayer, more power. Well, with this, I would say the same thing. Little work on marriage, weak marriage. More work on marriage, strong marriage. Kind of the same thing. So if you have not listened to this show, then we absolutely uh, pray that you will, as it can make a difference right now between a happy marriage and an unhappy marriage. So very, very key. We got to put the work in. And I think that's one thing that um, it's just not taught enough. You don't hear it enough. You hear even about the principles and the practices, but really just the work. And it has to to be done. There's no uh, shortcut, in other words. Um, Okay, now during the following show from that one, uh, we shifted gears and did a three-part series entitled Money, 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 Handling Finances God's Way. Money and finances in general, of course, is one of those things that everyone wants more of but doesn't like to talk about in church or anywhere else, quite frankly. Um, (laughs) We just always want more, but we don't want to talk about how you get more and how you manage what you have uh, because God is not going to give you more uh, until you show yourself a great steward over what he already has given you. So it is fact that issues related to finances are the number one reason for divorce in our country, yet most married couples spend very little time working out their financial issues. They don't work on them. They just don't see eye to eye on any financial matters, and many just don't trust each other with the money, which is a huge issue that I can't (laughs) even go into right now. Uh, If you've got some trust issues, then then you probably don't have a good foundation starting out. Um, So as a result of this, an overwhelming majority of married couples keep their finances separate because of the trust issue, um, Mm -hmm. which goes totally against God's principle of a husband and wife being one flesh. So, you know, and some people I would say uh, sometimes it's trust, but sometimes it's just upbringing or just the way they feel about it. You know, they feel like, okay, well, I, I don't think we should do it just because they think that's the right thing to do. Um, but God's one flesh principle says that everything is one. There's no separation, no division. Right. So now we know that, you know, this whole finances is a sticky subject for most people 
Um, but we pray that God will give you discernment and wisdom to the ideals that he has already laid out in his word as money is the second most discussed topic in the Bible right after wow. prayer. So uh, very key. I mean, it would not be in there that many times if it were <laughs> not something that was important. Or just to show you the impact of it on our lives um, because God had to discuss it. I mean, the Bible is, you know, the, the blueprints for life or our instructions. So, so clearly he knew already the issues that come from that. So it would make sense for us to, to try to operate according to the principle that he intended so that we have success. That's right. That's right. That series, uh, we've been told by a few people, is, is probably one of our more powerful series that we've mm-hmm. done. And it is, uh, you know, we relay a lot of statistics, a lot of information that you might not have even known or thought about. And uh, we just, you know, our prayer is that you will not only be here as doers when, when we talk about this money, because that, as Christina just mentioned, will separate you and your spouse. And... Um, Matter of time, but it will separate it, you. It's just a matter of time, and um, and then you wind up in front of Christina, and you know, doing mediation, and, and you know, and on your way to getting divorced. And so I, we just definitely admonish you to to listen and take to heart everything that we talk about in that three part series. Amen. Amen. Uh, then we moved on and did what I would consider to be one of my favorite shows, uh, entitled "Time to Grow Up: Selfishness, the Marriage Killer." Time to Grow Up Selfishness, The Marriage Killer, where we really went there, as I would say, <laughs> and discussed a topic that uh, most who are in a marriage do not like to address. Um, we talked extensively through the use of an unusual uh, analogy, how we were born with a selfish nature, and how the failure to work to rid oneself of these selfish tendencies will ultimately destroy a marriage. And we provided the key, the key ingredient, the secret, uh, to help those who um, are dealing with, in, you know, with themselves in this area, uh, to ensure that one does not live life this way, destroying everything in, in your path like a tornado does. Um, okay. So we pray that you'll take the time to listen to this show, as most husbands and wives have not taken the time to do the fact that they are too concerned with their own welfare or interests, um, while having little to no concern for their spouse's welfare or interests. So uh, powerful, very powerful uh, session that we did that evening. Um, it will bless you. I, I assure you if you uh, go back and listen to that, if you have not done so already. Amen. Amen. Then we took some time to discuss an issue that is unfortunately all too prevalent in marriages, uh, that being infidelity or, and we need to define this because some people don't even know what that is, or having sexual intercourse with someone or something other than your spouse. <laughs> right. The statistics around this issue are, quite frankly, very staggering. And with this series, we didn't hold back the facts, and we demonstrated that this issue is a very real and disturbing one. Uh, and the Word of God in Colossians 3 and 5 tells us to put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, that being sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed which is idolatry. So we, we took the time during the show to expose the enemy's tricks and intentions so that you can be better equipped to handle the various temptations that will come your way during the course of your marriage. So uh, very powerful uh, series um, that uh, 
we pray that you will uh, take time out to listen to. Yes, amen, amen. So after that series, we then decided to take a step back and do a two-part series entitled Meeting the Basic Needs of Your Spouse. Meeting the Basic Needs of Your Spouse. Unfortunately, most spouses are oblivious to the basic needs of their partners, which eventually will lead to frustration and strife down the road. Uh, In this show, we discuss at length the different needs of both a husband and a wife, and they are different. They both have a set of needs. Our emphasis was around the notion that you doing what you consider to be good things for your spouse doesn't mean a whole lot if the good things are not meeting the needs of your spouse. So you can do good, but it's not the right kind of good. Uh, God created male and female to have different traits and to have different characteristics and needs. So the more educated we are around what our spouse is seeking from us, then the better off we all will be in the long run. Uh, We know that without a doubt, uh, that if you work to fulfill the needs we discussed in the show, you assure yourselves of not being a part of the 86% of unhappy, unhappy married couples out there. Amen. Amen. Now, before uh, the Thanksgiving holiday in 2013, almost two years ago, we took a session to uh, discuss in detail the power of two words, and those words are thank you. Too often, uh, spouses take each other for granted, and people take each other for granted. If you did not listen to this show, uh, please do so, as it will give you clarity of a concept so simple, yet most find it hard to do. So our prayer is that after hearing this show, you will have a clear understanding of why gratitude without attitude is so incredibly important. We discussed the 80-20 principle, and many of you I'm sure know what that is, and we know that this session will be a a game changer for the majority of listeners if you tune into that one. Amen. That was a very powerful session. Uh, It was entitled The Power of Thank You. And, uh, I tell you, um, you know, just when we did the research and whatnot for that show, it just it did something even for me. I mean, I, I have a lot of gratitude for my wife, but um, just when you think about, when you really sit down and think about all that your spouse does for, for you, your house, your kids, um, you, you can't help but have gratitude for them, and, and you definitely don't ever want them to feel taken for granted. So a uh, very powerful show. We hope you go back and, and listen to that if you've not done so already. <clears throat> All right, so um, in the beginning of 2014, uh, we decided to do something a little different. Um, Since most people have one or more personal resolutions uh, when they enter a new year, we thought that it would be appropriate to discuss some New Year's resolutions as it specifically relates to marriage. Um, When people make resolutions, they make concerted efforts to accomplish what they plan to do. And... The, the, the question about how long the individual actually makes this considered effort is a whole other topic in itself. <laughs> right. For some, it's a week, two weeks, you know, maybe even a month. But um, the emphasis that we made in that show is that in order to improve a marriage, it will take a concerted effort and a sustained effort to do so, not just a week, two weeks, a month, uh, a sustained effort. Um, so very powerful a message there in that show. Amen. Uh, after our, our New Year's resolution show, we did a show called The Beatitudes of Marriage, 
Um, in Matthew 5, 1 through 12, Jesus delivered the famous Sermon on the Mount, in which he bestowed several beatitudes, or uh, another way to say beatitudes would be the perfect blessedness or happiness. Um, he, and he made those mentions of those for those who exhibited the qualities that he spoke of. So we took time during this particular session to discuss the Beatitudes as it relates to our marriages. Um, so exhibiting the qualities and characteristics we discussed and following through with these pronouncements uh, will undeniably, undeniably bring a blessed happiness to your homes. So we hope you uh, enjoy that particular session as well. Christina? Amen. Then we decided to go down memory lane and discuss the vows that we took on our wedding day through a show entitled, What Vows Have You Taken? Believe it or not, the Bible has much to say about vows and how this relates to our marriages. If you haven't listened to this show, we believe without a doubt that if you do so, it will help you understand how serious God views the commitment we made during our wedding ceremonies, the things that we said. So right. check out the vows. What have you taken, the vows you have taken? Um, after that show, we then decided that it was time to do a two-part, very important series entitled Communication, Communication, Communication. As you know, it's often said that location, location, location is the thing that's paramount when it comes to opening a new retail business or you know, buying a house looking at long-term value and equity is always location. Well, we submit to you that the improvement of communication between a husband and wife is absolutely critical to having success within your marriages. Uh, Spouses are unhappy in their marriages um, in great part due to the fact that there is no effective communication going on. So, and when we say effective communication, it's beyond just talking every day like, hey, how are you doing? You know, we're talking about Real communication, two-way street. So right. this important series explains in detail what the communication really is and provides many, many tips and concepts that when put into practice will uh, dramatically improve the communication between you and your spouse in all the areas of your marriage and all of them. So communication is key. So if you have never done any kind of or attended any kind of trainings or sessions or read any books about communication, you know, this, that show is definitely for you um, because we talk about those key things and uh, most people are just not taught communication from a foundational right. standpoint and we kind of try to give you some tips and um, concepts there and it is a two-part series. Now, um, as you could probably ascertain by now, of course, conflict within a marriage is indeed inevitable, which means you can't avoid it. It's going to happen in every marriage, whether we like it or not. So we actually did a show entitled Resolving Inevitable Conflict, which was a two-part series um, to kind of talk about those things. So the focus shouldn't be on the fact that there is conflict occurring, but rather the focus should be on the most effective way to resolve the conflict that will occur. So in our two-part series, uh, Resolving the Inevitable Conflict, uh, the various ways we dealt with, the various ways people naturally handle conflict and anger. And then we discussed in that show at length uh, several techniques for re- actually resolving conflict, practical techniques, with the emphasis on the collaboration technique, 
while providing several practical examples. Uh, so this one likes communication, very practical information in those shows about how to communicate and how to actually resolve conflict with very practical steps. Amen. Amen. So after our series on resolving inevitable conflict, uh, we ventured to discuss a topic not taught often enough in our opinion uh, with a show entitled Forgiveness, Canceling the Debt. Uh, we spent time discussing how God has commanded us in his word to show love toward our neighbor, just as he has shown his love towards us. Uh, we explain in detail the dangers of unforgiveness while ending the show with the blessings of showing true forgiveness to someone who perhaps has wronged us in the past. So look no further than the greatest example that has already been shown to us or shown to the world uh, that being our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, dying for us on the cross and shedding his innocent blood for us so that we may be forgiven for sins past, present, and future. So if he can forgive, we should be able to forgive as well. And uh, we hope you uh, get a lot out of that particular show. Amen. Then we started 2015 off with a bang, I like to say, <laughs> by doing a show entitled The Do Day. The New Day, where we used a somewhat unusual analogy to discuss how our marriages can be taken to higher and higher levels, despite the obstacles that may come our way. And it's it's amazing how the uh, the animal that we use, the Almighty Mongoose, <laughs> pro yep. provided a great example of using what God has already placed in us to be successful in life and in our marriages. Um, as we look back, and we can always see uh, who's listening, downloading our shows, uh, whatnot, uh, definitely have you seen that this has been one of our more popular shows. Mm. And, amen. And, yeah, amen. And, and we pray that you will receive the revelation needed to quickly turn your negative outlook and mentality into a can-do attitude so that you can achieve the seemingly impossible within your marriages. Amen. Amen. All right. Our last series, which was a four-part series, was entitled Between the Sheets for Married Couples. It was a four-part series I just mentioned to, that culminated the Covenant Love Couples chat. And as you can garner from the title of the show, we went there <laughs> and provided a perspective hardly spoken about as it relates to how God's people truly make the best lovers within a marriage. You know, for generations we have been fooled into thinking what makes things sizzle between the sheets, you know, the oils and, you know, the, the, the position books and all that stuff, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> we could go on and on and on. So we took some time to dispel the many myths out there regarding sex and marriage by providing a historical context for why or how you may feel the way you do with regards to sex. And... Our prayer is that this final series will open your eyes and bless your marriages and, and take your sexual relationship and your marriage ultimately as a whole to a whole other level. Um, so, again, this is a four-part series. We, we dealt with a lot of different aspects as it relates to sex and marriage. And um, a lot of, again, a lot of research analysis uh, went into this. And so we pray that uh, you'll take the time out to, to listen to all, all four parts of this particular show. You got anything else on that, Christina? Yes, a very um, 
an important show, and and I would also venture to say one that you probably won't hear in too many other places, um, because again, it was a topic that um, not dealt with. You know, in our 18 years of marriage, we've really never seen um, at least a Christian ministry or of any sort kind of address this topic, which is why uh, God laid it on our hearts to do so. Um, it's a sensitive topic, but you know, we don't want uh, people of God to perish for a lack of knowledge, because the Bible says that. So. Uh, we uh, wanted to do that show to, you know, really help take people to another level so that their covenant is strong and committed. Amen. All right. Well, we normally say at this point that we are out of time but not out of word. But this time we're going to say <laughs> that we are out of time, but we have exhausted the topics we've intended to cover over the course of this particular uh, broadcast series, and, and now you have all the material that we have to offer to you. Amen. And so now it's up to you. It's time for you to do the work. You've got yeah, the material. <laughs> now it's time to do the work, and not only be hearers but doers of God's word. Amen. And as we always say, marriage is an investment, and its success is directly proportional to the time and work you put into it. So let's close tonight's session with a quick word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this ministry and just allowing us to to do it for the last three and a half years. We thank you, Lord, for the fact that we were able to do 33 shows over that period of time. Ultimately, Lord, we pray that you get the glory, you get the honor for all that has been put forth. We pray, Lord, that marriages will be restored, that people will not give up, that they will just resign themselves to following what you've outlaid already in your word. And we know, Lord, that if we just continue to focus on your word, continue to focus on you, that ultimately we can have the God of marriages that you've called us to have. And so, Lord, as we end this show, we just pray that it will forever be available and out there for people to, to reference and to hopefully to help them, Lord, to, to get through whatever issues they may have and, and be able to experience the life that you've called them to live. And we just pray these things in your son Jesus' name for your worthy of all the praise and all the glory and all the honor. Amen. 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 Well, again, thank you so much for listening to Covenant Love Couples Chat broadcast. Uh, if you have any questions about any of the shows that we've covered throughout the course of this broadcast, please feel free to email us at Sacred Covenant Group at gmail.com. All 33 of our shows will be available via the archive through the website, www.sacredcovenantgroup.com. So if you ever need to refresh your memory or you need material uh, or marital guidance for a particular issue, feel free to access the shows at any time and listen. And if you believe that our archives and of our past shows could help other married people out there, make sure that you direct them to the website. And as always, we wish you peace, prosperity, and most importantly, strong and committed marriages as we move forward in this journey together in Jesus' name. God bless you all. Good night. Good night. Couldn't find nobody. I look.
high and low, still couldn't find nobody, nobody greater, nobody greater, no, nobody greater than you. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.